Hi again, Mike Shepard from uh, A Point of View and from Twitter at ShepMJS, all capital letters. Uh, and um, again, if you're looking for the uh, shouty, screamy, uh, from, uh, even from the conservative uh, bloggers and podcasters, you've come in the wrong door. Hopefully the voice of measured, calm reason. So if that's what you're looking for, I'm very happy to uh, uh, indulge uh, that predilection. So look, <clears throat> a couple of things to uh, cover off. First, I ran a poll um, which just asked a very simple question. Would you put a Trump 2020 sticker on your car? And <clears throat> sorry, I did that because I wanted to see whether there was any uh, measure or addition to the measure of the shy Trump voter, which could be gleaned from the responses. And uh, the result was quite instructive. Of course, this is all uh, self-selected and anecdotal. But uh, first of all, just let's take a look at the actual numbers. Um, there were 10,687 views of the poll. 68% voted that they wouldn't put a sticker on the car. And obviously, 32% said they would. And um, the comments, there were 129 comments, 210 re retreats, and 102 likes. And there was 2,481 engagements. That's people looking at my profile and uh, not engaging with the poll, etc. So um, first thing there, it's quite staggering uh, to me. I've run polls intermittently for 10 years, and I've never had a response to anything uh, at this level before, uh, which shows that um, people are engaged with the concept. They're um, generally afraid for their property, and more importantly, uh, afraid for their family and for their uh, person. This is a terrible indictment of the state of politics <clears throat> and uh, even more so of the state of the left, which has just gone insane, where somebody can't express their view in public on their own property without um, being afraid of being attacked or their family being attacked. And as I've been saying for a while, uh, this is your last chance as a conservative uh, Republican uh, Trump voter that if you don't vote and hopefully you can drag some people with you to the polls, this is the last chance for uh, the America that you know and love to be saved. Because if uh, the puppet Biden gets in, then um, everything that you're seeing happening now will happen even more. And there'll be you won't be able to wear a Trump hat or a shirt or anything uh, because you'll be in danger of being attacked. And this is not scaremongering. It's happening now to a degree. It, they would have full license if... Um, Biden, <clears throat> sorry, really bad Biden was was elected. So uh, vote and get everyone you know to vote, and work as hard as you can to support your um, your candidates. Now, um, again, coming back to that figure, ten thousand six hundred eighty-seven views of the poll, and only seventeen hundred and forty-five actually voting. Uh, can we extrapolate from that? There's a, a shy voter. Um, I think we can. Um, I would imagine that the majority of people who 
engaged in one way or another with the poll will vote for Trump. But there may be some who have been um, put off by the uh, um, the possibility of violence, even at the polls, um, who um, are shy Trump voters. And hopefully, uh, with the encouragement that I'm giving here, and uh, as the um, the ethos is changing now, um, that they will be encouraged to uh, put aside all fear, because there's an overriding value here. Um, and um, this really brings it home. So again, 32% said yes, they would. 68% of um, of 1,745 people said to be afraid uh, to put um, a Trump sticker on their on their car. The other thing I want to address is the um, what I call a failed attempted coup by poll with connivance of the mainstream uh, media. So in um, on April 1st, President Trump's um, approval rating was at 47.4%, which is the highest of his entire presidency. And there's an element of uh, rallying around the president in a um, crisis as uh, COVID was getting underway. Um, but this was, on top of that, we had the underlying effect of the uh, booming economy, uh, lowest black and Hispanic unemployment in history. And um, that was a genuine, <clears throat> within a point or two, genuine uh, approval rating. And again, those are including registered voters. So his probably likely voter approval rating was over 50%, and he would have been in a, um, a landslide position, which I have absolutely no doubt uh, would have happened. So he rose from, um, in October, um, from 41.9% to the 47.4%, as I said, in uh, in April the 1st of this year. It's a dramatic uh, ascending, and that's after all the um, impeachment nonsense and uh, the Mueller report and all the things that went on before. Uh, again, it's ITES, it's the economy stupid, and people were feeling uh, really good. So from that date, from April the 1st, there was a huge drop in his polls, um, a six-point drop to 41.2% on June the 29th. And since then, there's been a slow, um, with ups and downs, climb um, about up 2.4 points to 43.6 where it is today. And again, that's the majority of that is um, registered voters. There's a few old voters. And... Um, there's a couple of likely voters there, but we, we could probably say 43.6 is around 46%, which is where uh, the number he won his election on. And there's tons of room for him to move up from there. There will be ups and downs, but he's going to, over time, uh, progress from that point as well. So, in my opinion, there's clearly been a failed coup by the polling industry uh, with the connivance of the mainstream media and using COVID uh, as the base for basically trying to um, effectively disenfranchise Trump supporters by suppressing uh, their vote through in, um, into media intimidation and through making them seem that uh, Trump is, has uh, no chance at all. So the polling firm's disapproval numbers 
through that decline period uh, were absolutely insane. The disapproval from Reuters was minus 17, Politico minus 19, Quinnipiac, which is a laughingstock, minus 11, CNBC minus 12, and the USA Today uh, Suffolk poll minus 18. There's no way in the world uh, that, that and those numbers were, were real. And in fact, as you may have seen, if you follow my blog, where I did the analysis of the democratic bias in polls, which was over 7%, a number of these polling firms actually increased the level of um, Dem respondents from what they had uh, previously during this period to try and make um, uh, the worst possible picture uh, there was. So these polls were part of an attempt, again, aided and abetted by the mainstream media to disparage Trump supporters, to press the turnout and uh, make Biden seem inevitable, which is quite a job. But uh, according to the polls, that was the case. But it failed. At no point during this entire period of COVID crisis and media insanity did Trump's um, aggregate and real clear politics fall below 40%. And that's a very, very important point because if it went down to say 39.9, um, the media would have gone absolutely berserk saying he was in GW Bush's uh, disapproval territory, although his was much lower and that Trump was doomed. But thanks to a few honest pollsters, obviously Rasmussen in particular, which is likely voters, uh, it just kept above the 40% mark. So they never were able to use that, which would have been highly effective propaganda uh, effect, which never, never, never appeared. And also concomitant with uh, Trump's approval rise, uh, Biden, if you look at the chart, as I said yesterday, uh, is um, slowly starting to decline as um, the economy, in people's minds, I believe, is slowly starting to improve. And I think the COVID uh, scaremongering insanity is o over uh, to a degree. Obviously, COVID is significant, and unfortunately, a lot of people have died. But uh, people, I think, in, who are running these things have got a handle on what needs to be done. And um, uh, I think that, uh, and particularly younger people, uh, I think that the, the truly hysterical portion is over. But, uh, you know, God bless everyone who's been ill, and we hope that they recover. Um, but um, looking in the broader sense of where the, the uh, economy and the election is going, I think uh, the worst is over, uh, both in polling and hopefully even in the, uh, even in, in the COVID situation. So those are two important things that uh, I wanted to cover off. What I don't like covering off is that, um, as you can see, this is, uh, podcast is a, a very rudimentary and uh, simple uh, affair. And um, if we look at the liberal media, and particularly the liberal media and, and social media and the blogs, they have massive support from uh, multimillionaires and billionaires and corporate things. So things like Vox and Daily Beast and the Young Turks, Turks they get their um, money um, from um, private sources who can afford you know, multi-million uh, dollar things. Whereas the conservative uh, base just hasn't learned the lesson that they have to be taken on and um, conservatives 
are, are really lacking in their outreach through uh, through social media. Uh, there's a few people like uh, Ben Shapiro, but uh, I don't really count him as a uh, as a conservative uh, or a progressive conservative, if you can use the thing like the Canadians do, but as a Trumpian conservative, which he obviously isn't. But for the average person who is a conservative and wants a measured voice, uh, there's very, very few out there. PPD, of course, does a tremendous job. And they, I think conservatives have to learn the lesson that conservative bloggers can't fly by the seat of their pants. So um, look, I'm not trying to build a holiday home in Bermuda. All the support that I've had has gone into uh, progressing to the point where I am now. And um, and I thank those people. There's a few who have been really generous in their support. But even this um, Podbean outfit, they want to um, upgrade um, from this basic level and uh, this monthly commitments and stuff like that. But to progress to where I can go to a further outreach. Um, I'd like people to consider uh, supporting my work on this. Uh, if you want to, you know, at, uh, at ShepMJS, there's a uh, permanent uh, pinned tweet there, which tells you uh, how you can use PayPal if you want to. But look at the bottom line, uh, the support is an encouragement to me. Uh, I'm, as I said, I'm not going to get a holy home in Bermuda. Everything I do is for the cause. And if you feel you want to encourage and make this upgraded uh, to where we can at least look. Um, uh, let's be frank, people like uh, the eye to be pleased as much as the, the ear. So uh, if the best presentation you can make, um, then the, uh, the, better, the better your chances are for um, an outreach. So yeah, I don't want to belabor the fact, but if you want to support, then please um, go to uh, the Twitter site and uh, click on it. And, and also remember, if you're using a uh, cell phone, it won't show up there. You have to go to the bottom of the cell phone page if you've gone on to a point of view, and it says click on to the website version, but it's a lot easier on the uh, on, a, on a desktop or a laptop, but any, anything works. So consider that. Again, I, I hate to do this sort of stuff. Other people seem to have no problem, but I understand times are challenging for folks. But um, if you can, that would be great. All right, so we were 16 minutes yesterday, uh, but we managed to put a truck full of information into 15 minutes today. So it's best to be short and hopefully uh, sweet. And thank you all for a very good response. There's been very good numbers for the first uh, podcast. So hopefully we can build this up. And if you can uh, send the link to people you know, um, because uh, that's the best way of spreading uh, the news of what we're doing. All right, you take care, and hopefully we'll be in touch shortly. I've got a few other things of general nature I want to cover off. We'll look at those um, in the next uh, next podcast. Take care.